Hi, it's Rainy G. Uh, it's April 1st, April Fool's Day, but it's also Easter. And many here used to remember Easter in a way different way than what's going on today. I mean, in the old days, even the, the uh, buildings in New York City would put a cross on their buildings with the lights. Um, you won't see that anymore because that might offend the Muslims. Um, this is a Judeo-Christian nation. It, it still is, even though they're trying to overpopulate it with everybody who's not. Um, when you bring in the Latinos over the border, most of them are, are Christians. Um, some of them are even Catholics. So, you know, that's not going to work. So let's get some people in here who are, you know, who have left God behind a long time ago. Um, many of the M13 gang members that are being arrested impounded or deported came over here through the borders as you know unaccompanied minors and then they were spread around by Obama using planes under you know that we pay for to different cities different areas of the country so that they could be ready to fight when he gave the, the signal if they needed to and of course they're awful people I mean, they don't even believe in guns, so taking guns away from them isn't going to do anything. They use machetes and knives and anything they can to torture people before they burn them or throw their pieces away or whatever they do. They're awful people. Um, we, we know that Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, has been concentrating on them and drugs, but he, his drug stuff is the gateway drug marijuana, which is just like with all the problems we have, this is what he's concentrating on. Uh, I've lost faith in him. Uh, I think that he's been co-opted somehow. He is either corrupt in some way, like most in Congress are, and he was there forever. He's the one that everybody thought wasn't corrupt, but somebody's got something on him because he keeps appointing Obama holdovers to do investigations and make it look good, but you can't use an Obama holdover to get anything done. So um, I think that Trump is unable to fire him, because then Rosenstein takes over, and then he'd have to fire Rosenstein. And if he found somebody from outside to become attorney general, the Democrats would obstruct the appointment for months and months. So I don't think that he's lost this battle. I think he's trying to figure it out and eventually will find the way. But for now, we're still fighting. I mean, when Trump got elected, I thought, and many did, that we were done. We could rest easy a little bit because somebody was going to take care of our safety in our country. Um, and if he was given some support by Congress, that would happen. He's done a lot without the support. But if he'd had support and if he gets support, um, I think it would be kind of unbelievable what would be going on here. But he hasn't had that. And, of course, the left and the cabals are so threatened by him being in office. That's, they hate him because he's going to expose them. He's going to take away all of their, their income, actually, from drug trafficking and human trafficking and money laundering and all that pay-for-play stuff that Hillary does and did. And that's scary to them. That changes their whole lifestyle. I mean, here you have Andy McCabe, who was the director of the FBI, or assistant director of the FBI, getting fired, and he's out there doing uh, GoFundMes so that he can get money <laughs> to defend him. Um, and he's worth over $11 million. So, you know, and people are stupid enough to send their money in. That's what they do. 
They don't know all the facts. They don't listen. They listen to CNN or mainstream media, MSNBC, ABC, CBS. They're all mainstream media. And what we mean by that is um, they're the ones that mostly people without cable or dish or direct TV or whatever, they listen to these guys all the time. That's all they listen to. And they're so indoctrinated in their belief systems now over the last nine years, ten years, that they, you can't talk to them. That you can't. They hate Trump because CNN told them to. And um, they hate Trump's policies because MSNBC tells them to. And if you try to explain to them that they're being lied to, they say that Trump's the one who's lying. Well, I asked somebody yesterday, I said, tell me, show me what he's lying about. Oh, he said he'd destroy ISIS in the first six months and he didn't. Well, what the hell did Obama do for eight years? And this is, ISIS is very much destroyed without any kind of support for Trump's military or policies. So, okay, and then, oh, he was going to do a budget, blah, blah, blah. Well, look what happened with the omnibus bill, which is not a budget. Um, he got that through, but only because the Dems got all their pork in there. So it's really a porkulous budget. And boy, are they, they were so happy about that that they got that through. They didn't read it. So they didn't read the stuff that he put in there, <laughs> which allows him to use that money for other things like the border wall, etc. So they're going to try to sue him if he does that now. Well, you should have read the bill. You know, you're so happy about trying to sneak your own stuff in there that you never read any part of the bill. It's a 2,200-page bill. They never read it. They just voted on it and pushed everybody else to vote on it, but along party lines mostly. And the Republicans who didn't read it, oh, yeah, we'll vote for that. We'll go for that. Because we have a lot of rhinos in Congress, at least 40. Most of our Congress has leaned more left over the past nine years out of fear or... Stupidity, I guess, and I would say that mm, at least a third of our Congress are communists, and that's what they're pushing is communism through socialism. Socialism's just the last step to communism. That's all it is. And these kids, these millennials out there, um, and they're not even millennials anymore. They're they're another generation of fools, but um, and tools. They believe, one-third of them in that age group believe that socialism is better than capitalism. And yet they all go to college and they want jobs. So that, that makes no sense. But Bernie, Bernie Sanders, of course, convinced many, hundreds of thousands, that socialism was the way to go and Venezuela was the place to look at. So look at Venezuela. You have all these people and dogs eating out of the same garbage trying to find some kind of food while their kids are starving. And uh, But... But the leaders in Venezuela live high off the hog. Um, that's socialism. That's what it is. It's like California. You know, they they uh, pass all these laws saying that you can't have guns and you can't do this. And if you have AIDS, it's okay. And you don't have to worry about being a felon anymore for passing that along. And they use all their budget money for illegals. And then they don't have a budget to to fix the dams or the roads and then they impose more taxes so that Californians are leaving California in droves so badly that their rental U-Hauls, um, etc. don't have enough. <laughs> there aren't enough U-Hauls to move them out. They can't find any. So it's, uh, you know, they're trying to turn it into a socialist state and there are many who are off the coast in other towns who, of course, don't want that. 
and are trying to secede from California. We'll see how that goes. They'll become the new California. But the coastal cities, which of course are very beautiful. I mean, I love California. I was stationed there. I went back there a zillion times um, up until the last few years when I couldn't travel anymore. But it's a beautiful place. The, the weather is gorgeous. Southern California is, you know, utopia, or it used to be. Um, now you've got homelessness in L.A. that looks like a third world country on many, 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 many blocks. It's all tent cities. Even people who are working full time go back to their tent because they can't afford to, to rent any place. It's too expensive. But the elite, like Nancy Pelosi, and there was Barbara Boxer, and, um, oh, what's her name? Anyway, but all these people who are in Congress live in mansions, okay? And even though they're in Congress and they make whatever, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, after five years, they're worth $12, $15 million. After 20 years, they're worth almost a billion. How did they get that from that kind of income? I mean, when I made $120,000, I, I, you know, whatever, 25000 of it went to taxes, and um, the rest went to bills. Very little savings, because you can't afford to live in America unless you make a lot of money. Um, and then it's just affording to live. It's not saving millions of dollars. You can't do that. So we look at our Congress that's, you know, should have had term limits 50 years ago, 100 years ago, and these people are corrupt to the core. They've been bought off by Big Pharma and um, the oil companies and all those big, huge corporations that, that um, you know, push for their policies that will make them more money. And look at the Big Pharma, by the way. Does you know the history of Big Pharma? I mean, we, our parents didn't have a lot of stuff to choose from as far as pharmaceuticals went. They didn't have... 55 or 65 or 110 immunizations. Um, the one that they that they went for was the polio vaccine, and now we find out that that was um, filled with things that will cause cancer later for most people who got that vaccine. And that's you know, and we had we had smallpox vaccines, um, which who knows what was in those. But we didn't have a zillion different kinds of pills and, um, you know, uh, antidepressants and all that stuff because we, people weren't depressed. They were Americans struggling to survive and hoping for success and finding it in many ways in small businesses and, and as um, employees in, in corporations that didn't seem as greedy at the time. But Big Pharma, when uh, FDR was in office, he's a Democrat, don't forget, and far left-leaning, as bad as um, Wilson and um, others, but he was, he was not the best president, I'll tell you. I'm thoroughly convinced from all of my research that he knew exactly what was going to happen with Japan, um, and that's why many of the ships were in harbor and all the planes were lined up, and they used the, the ruse that Oh, they had to line up all the planes in one place so that they could keep track of anyone who was trying to sabotage them. Ah, come on. You think there's a better way to do that? I think so. Rather than setting up a big target? I think so. And the only reason I think the Japanese didn't do their second or third wave of attacks was because they knew we had guns. I mean, there were guys on the ground with guns shooting at the planes. With guns on the ground. 
And then, of course, a couple of them got up in the air and shot at them and, and shot some down. And, and the guys on the ships were shooting them down. We had guns, and they knew it. And if they tried to come in with troops to, to come on, the, on shore and try to take over all the way to Chicago, that's how they, fast they thought they could get there in a day or two, uh, the admiral said there's no way because there'd be a gun behind every bush because Americans are allowed, endowed, to have firearms because of how America was built. The British said, give us your guns, as they were overtaxing Americans, and the Americans said, no, and they shot back. Um, and that's been that way. We've had, you know, guns for over 200 years in Americans' hands, and that's, that's what kind of saves us and keeps us safe from invasion. Except when Obama got into office, he decided to invade without guns. He said, let's just open the borders and bring in all of these killers um, and then send them to every place on, on, on the map so that they're embedded within the, the populations. And don't let the cops come after them. What we do is we make a lot of these cities sanctuary cities where they're safe to be. Why the Democrats don't understand this is what's going on is beyond me. And why people keep voting for these people is way beyond me. I, I, I have these discussions, sometimes arguments, with people from the left, and I, 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 as many links as we give them, as many resources as we send to them, as you know, truth videos that show what people are saying and what they want, they, they can't hear it. It's like their ears are totally closed and their eyes too. And I guess that's that's in the Bible, right? For those with eyes will hear and those with, with ears, I mean, those with eyes will see and those with ears will hear. And we, we have people who are deaf, dumb, and blind. Um, and then we have operatives like this David Hogg who's trying to destroy Laura Ingram. Uh, Laura Ingram is a wonderful journalist and when she spoke at the Republican uh, um National Committee and at at the, um, oh, you know, many times that she's spoken. She talks to the press and says, do your jobs. You're supposed to be the ones who investigate, who, who tell the truth, who let the public know you're the interim people between what's going on in a corrupt government and what's going on with, with the United States. And it, this is your government. It's by the people for the people. But we have CNN, who used to be, you know, I, uh, 25, 30 years ago, maybe more. I think it was about 30 years ago. People used to quote CNN all the time. And they'd, you know, mock the voices that this is CNN. Uh, and they were kind of a news organization. But they have evolved into a propaganda machine. Uh, totally owned by, by the Soros propaganda machine. You know, Media Matters is a Soros company, or whatever you want to call it, that owns al almost all the TV stations. The one they didn't own, which is owned by the Saudis, was Fox News. And, of course, they had to smear Fox News as much as possible so people wouldn't listen to it. So I talked to the left people, and they're like, I would never listen to Fox News. They lie. What the hell? What do you think these other news organizations are doing? They take these snippets and distort them so that you think that's the truth. If, you play, if, you, if they tell you something and you go back and read, which, you know, we're becoming illiterates in this country. Nobody reads. If you go back and read what actually happened... They took one phrase from something and said, see, this is what he said. No, that's not what he said. You know, Trump or anybody else. It's it's usually a full paragraph that they took one line out of and 
have no context for. And people say, okay, so he lied about the budget, he lied about ISIS, all he does is play golf. I never saw a president work as hard as this one does. If you look at his daily schedule from 5 a.m. until 10 p.m. every night at least, he's working. He's on the phones, he's in meetings, he's, you know, he's traveling to places when it's important for him to do so. Um, he's setting up legislation, he's trying to talk to Congress, he's trying to talk to all these other countries that do respect him, and he's doing things, okay? He has done so much in his first year compared to any president that I can remember, and that's all the way back to when JFK was killed, um, murdered, not by one guy, not by one guy, by the CIA, and then when his brother was going to take over, they murdered him too, not by one guy, by the CIA. The CIA has been involved in so many of the mass shootings that we've seen lately and has been involved in everything that has driven the cabals into power. They're a rogue state. Um, Kennedy wanted to shred them to pieces, and seven days later he was dead. When oh, Trump was running for office, uh, the little tool, the little puppet Schumer, said to him that the CIA could destroy him in 13 ways or more. And they've tried, and they're, they're still doing it. So we get this guy, David Hogg, who is not a survivor of the shooting. He was home. He wasn't even a student, okay? He says he got on his bicycle and rode the three miles to the school once he heard about the shooting so he could get interviews because he wants to be a journalist. Um, and then it somehow got into the school with his cameras right after the shooting or during and got into a closet and took these interviews and turned them into this thing where he can be the master of the universe. He's going to change the world. If you look at the um, March for Life, this is also all delusion, people. The March for Life permits were, were obtained months ago. So it wasn't like within two weeks these students all coordinated all these things and got this march going. The permits were months ago. They knew they were going to do a march for life for guns because that's what the agenda is for the Democrats. They don't have any, any platform except impeach Trump and get your guns. And raise taxes once we're in. You know, do everything they can to obliterate the good stuff that has happened and obstruct it until then. So this whole thing was done as an agenda thing, and I still believe it's a false flag. False flags do kill people. Um, and the left will tell you the end justifies the means, and so if some people die so that they can push their agenda forward, it's okay. That's just what it is. And who cares about them anyway? It's like the left caring about the blacks. No, the blacks have turned on them. They've learned that they've been on the plantation for years. Many of them have finally gotten smart and said, what are we doing? And so, okay, um, Black Lives Matter is not going to be the strongest thing that they push out there. We have to have the children now. And the children who are 21 and whatever that girl is, how old she is, their cousins, by the way, uh, are, oh, I'm just a kid, I'm just a kid. And then they want to change the Constitution. Do they know even that there are three branches of government here? No. Do they know what the Constitution says? No. You know why? Because the Constitution in the textbooks has been rewritten. They believe that the Second Amendment is only for the military. And that's it. So all Americans should turn in their guns. You have Diane, Diane Feinstein saying, you know, why would you need an automatic weapon? You can't hunt with it. That's not what you do, so why would you need it? Well, because... 
in history and now, if your guns are confiscated, there's a very good chance you're dead. You can look at Mao, you can look at Stalin, you can look at, um, uh, well, look at any country that's gone to socialism and communism and Germany. All right, let's confiscate the guns. Took all the guns, everybody, okay, now we're in a nice place. And Hitler's made sure that he says it's wonderful what our country is going to be now because the guns are gone. And then, you know, six million Jews die, three million Italians die, more than two million people who they decided were gay died. They killed them because they don't need them, don't want them. And they couldn't fight back. They couldn't shoot anyone. They couldn't line up and, and get their, you know, their comrades together and say, let's do this. That's what America did. They came after them. But it took a long time to do that. But that's what Americans did. So there's a lot going on that, that I, I wish I wish I was a fly on many walls. I believe that Trump is strong enough to go after these, these people and clean this out. But it's going to take some years. I mean, the deep state, the cabals are very embedded everywhere. You can see it in California, in Illinois, in New York. They've got the three coasts. Well, the coast, Chicago is not a coast, but it's on, you know, the Great Lakes. Um, you can see it now in, in Florida so that they can get the Gulf of Mexico and that part of the coast. Uh, you just see it everywhere, and but you don't see it throughout the rest of America. What you see there is law-abiding citizens who believe in the Constitution and believe in the Declaration of Independence and are trying to live their lives, and they said, this man is going to help us with jobs, he's going to help us with taxes, um, he's going to make America great again. And, and that's why he won. Well, that's why he won, but then you had, like, Hillary. Nobody wanted her, so that's another reason he won. But she won't shut up. She keeps saying, well, they never tell men who lose the presidency to shut up. Well, nobody in the history that I have been a part of an ex-president and an ex-secretary of state have mostly shut up. They kept their mouth shut. They gave the office the support and the respect that it that it, it, it deserves. But Obama and his minions and Hillary, they won't shut up. They won't let the man do his job. They are seditious. They are treasonous. Um, when you form groups and, and, and have a hundred or more people in high offices around the country meeting secretly to overtake this president, that is treason. And they need to be arrested, and they need to die if that's what they want. But we don't have an attorney general that will do his job. And I don't know how, he's, how Trump's going to get one. It was a mistake to pull somebody from the Congress who's been there for 30 years to be the attorney general. He should have found an outside source. But... On the other hand, he was, you know, shackled from the beginning, and he had no idea how bad, how bad the corruption is in Washington. He knew it was corrupt. He knew there were problems. He knew they were multiple and in all areas, but he didn't know how deep, because he wasn't part of the, of the, the club. He was never in the club that all these guys are in. You know, they skull and bones from the bushes and... Uh, and the drug traffickers from Arkansas that supported Clinton into office um, still doing drug trafficking. And the human traffickers, oh my God, the pedophiles. I mean, he knew they existed, but he wasn't part of the club, so he didn't have all the inside info until he got into that office. And he's been fighting ever since. And, and the guy, I feel sorry for him. 
I mean, he wanted to be just a good guy who's doing what he can for the American people to save the nation, save the republic. And he's gotten no support from his own party on top of everything else. And we were not going to forget that in November. Um, they're already doing voter fraud stuff now and get out the vote stuff. That's what this March in, in March for Life was all about. They uh, registered 5,000 of these people as Democrats who went to these marches. And now they want more marches so they can register more. And they don't want voter ID. And they hate the new census because they're going to ask about your, your citizenship. Well, you can bet they're going to have classes telling people to lie. Just telling them, no, just say you're a citizen. You're here now. And so the census is not going to, I mean, how many people who are illegal are going to tell the truth that they're here illegally? Are you kidding me? So they're all suing about the census. Give me a break. Democrats have lied from day one, and they're going to continue to do that, to do anything to get the votes and to try to get, maintain and get back more power. That's all they're here for. And the rhinos, the Republicans in name only, that's what rhino stands for, in case anybody wants to know. Um, you know, they've been paid off, I guarantee you, by, by Big Pharma and Soros and threatened by the cabals that if you don't vote this way, we're going to tell them what you did. We're going to tell them about your sex trafficking or your human trafficking or your drug problem or whatever it is. Don't worry. Hillary said she had the goods on everyone. And if they go down, if she goes down, they all go down. So they're going to make sure that that doesn't happen because, you know, what they're doing instead, we have more than 35 congressmen who aren't going to run for office again. They're stepping down. They don't say why. They just say they're stepping down. 35 Republicans, okay? Why are they doing that all of a sudden? Somebody's got something on them, for sure. And they've been told. You step down and you get out of here and we're going to put somebody in in your place. And if you don't, if you don't, then we're pulling your family and everybody out and we're, and we're going to crush them. And of course, you know, after making millions and millions off Big Pharma and, and the other lobbyists, they're not going to want that to happen. So that's what's going on. We've actually been in a civil war uh, for a couple of years now. And, the, and part of the civil war was during the Obama years when everybody fought back for what he was trying to do to destroy America. But now we're truly in one because the sides are drawn. You've got the DNC and um, and all of their little minions under Jarrett, Valerie Jarrett. She needs to be arrested. And Val Van Jones, he needs to be arrested. Um, Eric Holder needs to be arrested. He thinks he's going to run for president. Are you kidding me? you got to be kidding. The man is as corrupt as they come. And fast and furious. I mean, he, he, he obstructed Congress and was held in contempt and nothing ever happened because they had the goods on everybody in Congress. So, you know, people of America need to vet new candidates and get them in there, constitutional Republicans. Um, they don't have to be conservatives. They have to be constitutional Republicans. Get them into office for the 35 that are leaving. Make sure the Democrats don't take over the House because if Nancy Pelosi becomes the Speaker again, America is going to be in a total civil war in no time. So that's where we are. I've got to go, but um, I hope that this helps you kind of connect some of the dots and what's going on. Go ahead and boycott the people, the sponsors who pulled their sponsorship from Ingram. They, their reasoning is we don't like the language towards this poor survivor. He was not a survivor. He wasn't there for the shooting, and he's just a tool. His mother works for CNN, and his father was and is FBI, but he was FBI in charge of what? 
Crisis simulations. Mm -hmm. False flags, in other words. So that's who he is. And, you know, he's, he uh, was met by Valerie Jarrett at one of the marches. And, uh, I mean, his, his people who marched with him are Hillary and Bernie holdovers who are CNN, you know, um, fans. And that's, that's who marched with him. It wasn't kids. 10% of all of the marchers were teenagers. The rest were 40 to 50 years old and Bernie and Hillary supporters. So <clears throat> that's, what, that's what we've got. Uh, pay attention and do your homework and look deeper into some of these things that you're reading and, and scrolling through on, on the Internet. It's false news. It really is. It's fake news. Uh, get two or three sources before you repost something because it's fake news. You're hearing nobody wants, wants uh, Trump to be reelected again. That's not what I hear. You hear that 90% of Americans want their guns to be taken. <laughs> Please, no. And I don't care. You know, people say, well, you're from Alabama, so of course not. You Southerners are all screwed up. Well, I'm from New York. I spent most of my life there. So don't tell me I'm from Alabama and I'm messed up. I, I grew up in, a, in, a, in a, um, a liberal state, which is going down the tubes just as bad as California is. Look at any city that a, de that a Democrat mayor has been in charge of for years, and it's destroyed. Look at any state. It's destroyed. That's what Democrats do. They destroy the republic so that you'll be dependent on the government until they run out of money, and then who cares about you? But people don't get it. They don't see it. Anyway, do your homework, and um, I'll be back when I can. Happy Easter to everyone. It's a sacred holiday. Um, remember what he died for. If you're not a Christian, it's still something. People who don't believe in Jesus still somehow know that Easter's important. We also have a full moon, the last of the blue moons. That means two moons in one month um, for many years or months or whatever, but the last one this year. And that moon I saw last night, that was a strong moon with two solid stars and planets around it. And I said, you know, it's a reflection of light, not of the sun, but of light. And we all need to be that same reflection of light. So I will be back. This is Raina G.